peace and welcome back to Musings of Ashaki. I am your host, Ashaki Ali, also known as the Divine Soul Sister, and welcome to my podcast. So tonight, I wanted to dive into boundaries, setting them, maintaining them, and why you should, why it is so important. So to give a little background for me personally, I've never had healthy boundaries in my life. Um, for various reasons, I've felt afraid often to set the boundary, to tell people no, to, you know, not make myself be available for those people that were reaching out to me. However, as 2020 continues to progress towards the end of it, as we look 2021 down the throat, I have noticed how much I have grown in regards to setting and maintaining boundaries. So what does a boundary look like? It depends on the situation, in my opinion. A healthy boundary for me is not being available to people 24-7, meaning You may call me at 10 o'clock at night and I may not answer depending on who you are. A healthy boundary for me is saying no to activities, to events, to invitations, to things that I don't feel align with my life. A healthy boundary for me is closing the gate of communication between myself and someone I'm no longer in relationship with. That's a boundary because truth be told, the people that we've had previous relationships, you know, it could be a loving relationship. It could even be a friendship. There can be triggers in having communication with people. And to be quite honest, if you're no longer relating to the person, you're no longer friends or you're no longer lovers or, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever terms you want to use and whatever orientations you are, then the lines can be blurred. And if it wasn't a healthy relationship, then it could be triggering. It could be painful to uh, be in communication with that individual. And I have also been the person that, you know, communication had to be cut off from. Um, I was not a good person to someone I was in relationship with prior. So, you know, the shoe always could be on the other foot. But that's what healthy boundaries looks like to me. Not being always available, not extending myself beyond what I feel um, is good and healthy for me, not being so accessible Um, not saying yes when I know in my gut I want to say no Um, not being so compromising and living by the credence of benefit of the doubt benefit of the doubt has slapped me in my face more than once giving people the benefit of the doubt and so because of that um, it took me a lot of pain I had to experience a lot of heartache, a lot of heartbreak, a lot of 
you know, those feelings that you do not want to sit with before I determine within myself, first of all, to identify why I could not establish and maintain healthy boundaries. What were healthy boundaries for me and my life? Because everyone is an individual, right? We're all on this journey of life, but we all are walking our own little journey. And then how to maintain the boundary. So a couple of years ago, I got really good at setting a boundary, but I did not maintain them. And so I introduced people and things back into my life that should have not had access because I was not doing a good job at maintaining the boundary. Meaning if I say, you know, this ex-lover of mine has not treated me well and it's not healthy for me to be in any communication with them. So I don't need to be communicating with this person because it's going to open me up. It's opening up access to them. They should not have access to me. But then down the road, I'm like, oh, he might really need me. That's not maintaining a healthy boundary. So the way, in my opinion, the way setting boundaries, what it looks like, first of all, you need to determine the areas in which you are not honoring yourself. Where are you giving too much? Where are you bending your own personal rules? Your, your own, are you listening to your and following your own moral compass? Or are you trying to fit into a narrative, the narratives that others have of you? Are you living your life or are you living a life that has been built on other people's dreams, perceptions, and false narratives of what your life should look like? Think about that for a moment. If the life you are living is not reflective of the life that you actually desire, nine times out of 10, you probably have not set healthy boundaries. Are you feeling fulfilled in your life or are you feeling depleted? That was another key indicator for me around the fact of I need to establish boundaries. I'll give you another real life example. So I am a workaholic. I have to constantly check in with myself and ensure that I am not overworking myself because I function in that energy so naturally. However, I am teaching myself to flow and stop forcing, working myself to the point of exhaustion. I had to, I was working a job and I was spending so much time at that job. I was working myself my fingers to the bone, working myself into a point of exhaustion. It took for me to have be triggered to the point that I began to experience panic attacks again after not having any issues in that regard for many years for me to determine that, you know what? I have to step off. I cannot stay on this hamster wheel anymore. I cannot continue to work this way. I cannot be at people's beck and call. I simply cannot. So it took for me to have a health issue, a crisis, before I decided to set healthy boundaries. Establishing a healthy boundary around work has been awesome. I've been working 
um, a part-time job. I've been a nurse for 20 years. Never worked part-time in my entire career. And as often I've worked two jobs. However, I decided that I needed to give myself a mental health break. So yes, I need to have income, but I'm going to choose to dial it back and make my money work for me and pursue the things and gifts and talents that I have to supplement my income and make sure that I'm, you know, meeting my responsibilities. Working part-time has been absolutely beautiful. It's been lovely. It has been um, awesome. And I don't ever intend upon working full-time for anyone other than myself in for the rest of, for the duration of my life. I have been able to maintain my previous level of lifestyle, tap into gifts that I had stepped away from. So I started painting again. I started this podcast. I am expanding my business. My business is called Divine Soul. And so my spiritual business, um, I've been able to focus more on it. I'm super excited about the direction of the business. I'm actually going through some branding right now and making some changes and looking for expansion into the next year because the ultimate goal is to only work for myself. So working for self, I still have to set boundaries. So I do not work or do any readings or anything such as this on a Sunday. Sunday is my day to not do it to be. That is it. Um, after a certain time at night, unless it's something pressing, I try not to respond to emails, inbox messages, DMs, anything in that regard. That's me still having and maintaining healthy boundaries. So all of this talk about, you know, setting boundaries and maintaining those boundaries. What are the benefits? Well, number one, it helps you truly honor yourself honors yourself as a person we are not machines we we don't plug into a wall and just plow it out i know people we live in a society that they glamorize rise early and hustle hard and grind but in my opinion we are moving and transitioning into more of a flow state and the old masculine way of being and doing things is is not going to be beneficial as we move into 2021. It's just not. But it helps you when you set and maintain those boundaries. You can honor yourself. If you need to rest, if you need to eat, if you want to just enjoy just a cup of tea, these things allow you to honor yourself. You learn to respect other people's boundaries. So setting your own boundaries, it makes you more cognizant of the fact that this person has their own life to live and their free time is not always their available time and they don't have to do everything that you ask them to do. It just helps you have a gain a greater perspective of other people's boundaries 
And that can help in turn to strengthen the relationships with other people that you have currently. It helps increase a sense of peace. When you have boundaries in place, then you're able to fully be within yourself and not feeling so conflicted. Like I have this thing where I used to feel so guilty about, especially when I decided not to work full time anymore, I had this level of guilt like, how fair is it that I get to sit at home several days a week and just, if I don't feel like doing anything or I feel like doing everything, just the ability to not be on anyone's clock and make my day. And then I realized that I am worthy of doing that. I have given 20 years of my life to the profession of nursing. I have worked innumerable amount of hours over the years. I have pulled every double shift, 12 hours, overnights, you know, and my children suffered because of it as well. So you're damn right. I deserve (laughs) to rest. Rest is a revolution. So it increases your sense of peace, setting boundaries and maintaining them. It also builds self-awareness. Having this time of boundary and not having myself be so open allows me to reflect upon the person that I am and the person that I um, desire to become. So I have other dreams and desires for my life and just sitting and really fleshing out what my perfect scenario looks like. You know, I'm getting to be an older woman. I'm almost 40. I'm looking 40 down the throat, just a few months and I'll be 40. Now, by this age, previously, I had a different dream as far as what my life should look like by 40. I understand there's no expiration date, no time limit around it. And so as I am curating and crafting this dream life and this dream situation that I want to be in, I need to have boundaries to be able to dream and think about that. And also be self-aware of what triggers me, what aggravates me, what makes me feel nourished, what makes me feel joyful, what makes me feel peaceful, what makes me feel loved, what makes me feel angry, all of these, I'm very much, I'm much more self-aware than I was prior when I was a yes man all the time. And then lastly, maintaining and, you know, setting and maintaining these boundaries allows you to really create the life that you want. You know, I don't accept clients. I have a particular work, I have a working calendar. So I redo my calendar on a weekly basis for people to book sessions with me um, because I'm an intuitive reader, a Reiki master. So that's typically what they're booking sessions for. I open my calendar up once a week and make adjustments because guess what? Right now I feel like I want to, I may want to work next Wednesday, take clients. But what if on Sunday I don't have a good day and I feel ill and I've opened up my calendar someone has booked. So that's me having a boundary. I do not have let people access my calendar beyond one week at a time. Now, some people may say that that is very time intensive to constantly be updating your Calendly. But for me, it works because my calendar is flexible per week. 
Um, so if they express interest, it'll be reopened again the following week for them to book. Um, that just allows me more wiggle room to not be locked in to stone. Also, you know, I thoroughly enjoy the way that my life is flowing right now. I still am aspiring to be a completely, um, for my business to completely support my family and myself. That is the goal. But for right now, between my art and my practice, Divine Soul, I am able to have a lot of time away from some off of the clock outside of the facility or community in which I work and just to be. And that is something, like I said, it's priceless to me. And being in that flow state, again, has allowed me to become so much self-aware, much more self-aware that I've determined and made some additional decisions because I understand and I see where certain things have not been healthy for me. People have not been healthy for me. So, I hope that this podcast has you thinking about your own boundaries. Are you, are you, you know, choosing to set boundaries and are you actually making people honor them by speaking up and advocating for yourself? Um, Representative Maxine Waters, a few years ago, people were re, um, were, you know, repeating a phrase of reclaiming her time. I am not only reclaiming my time, I am reclaiming my energy. I am reclaiming my sense of self-worth. I am reclaiming my sense of joy. I am reclaiming the love I have for myself. I am reframing my life for my days to flow the way that I want, not the way that anyone else wants. And I'm living my life on my own terms. I was actually offered a full-time position and I declined it just because the freedom aspect, the ability to create, again, a boundary because I had already stated in March that I was not working for anyone 40 hours a week anymore. If I choose to pick up time, that's different. But being scheduled concretely, no. (laughs) Boundaries. But I hope that if you have not began the process of looking at your life and determining where you need to establish better boundaries that this podcast helps you tune into that because you deserve peace and joy and all those things. You deserve to have your time honored, your energy honored, your love life honored. So do what you need to do, beloved, and take care of yourself. Do what you need to do Become self-aware. What does boundary, what do healthy boundaries look like, feel like in your life? How does it fit? I hope that this podcast finds you all well. Make sure you invite a friend over here to check your girl out. And I'll see you all in the next episode. This is episode number four. So we, we getting this ball rolling pretty good now. So until the next time, sending you all an abundance of peace, love, light, and always balance. This is Ashaki, and this has been Musings of Ashaki. Peace.